Welcome to Mox TV Talk, the podcast where we take a loving, longing look at TV and tell you this week, look, between a blind date, Angela's boobs, um, Kirk, who is a cad, uh, and... Kirk, a douche. Yeah. Yeah. And racing. Had everything. It had a little bit for everyone. I can't keep up. If people are talking behind your back, then you're the one in front. I used to strut my stuff on the catwalk. Now, I'm a model housewife. I made my money the old-fashioned way. I inherited it. My name may be stone, but everything I touch turns to gold. I never start a fight. I can't win. I'm like a fine champagne. I bubble, I fizz, and I'm the life of the party. I know. It was a lot. I also feel like this episode, um, hey, Steve, was, uh, could have been titled The Attempted um, Redemption of Angela. Very much The Attempted Redemption. Uh. Hello. Welcome to the Nick McLaughlin podcast. <laughs> I'm Steve Mock, your host. <laughs> And I would like to welcome the person who everyone comes to see, Nick McLachlan. Oh, I, I don't think that's true, but but thanks, Steve. That's rubbish, and we've had it proven by our listeners before. <sighs> Shut up, Steve, and let Nick talk. I won't <clears throat> let go of it. It's hurt me, um, but that's what it is, Nick. We, we've we got... Yep. This is a heck of an episode. Following on from episode seven last week. Which we thought was a bit of a yawn. Very bits are not yeah. much happening. We've got almost the reverse of this. It's a bits episode, but, but there's a lot but happening. But it was meaty. It, they were good bits. And all of it... Uh, as Housewives fans would know, we're building to something. Yeah. All of the talk through this episode is about the book launches. Yes. The, Next the week, twin book launches. Oh, oh well, Nick. Oh, sorry. That's a slab. No, I'm silent. Hang that on. is a slab. How embarrassing. Okay, there we go. Right. It's just my husband. Now we know who's paying for the Christmas party. <laughs> uh, it's just my husband. Hang up. <laughs> um, uh, the... <sighs> So, yeah, in, in the context of this, it's all building to the book launch. And then next week, it's all book launches in the best way. It's like a dream. And wow, I, I have so many things to say about this and next week. We need to get into it. But Nick, yes. as is common now, where we actually have people offering us reviews and find nice oh, feelings. Have we had more? Have we had more? We have. This week, I get to share a lovely... There was a tweeted interchange with me. By um, a lovely lady, but let's just, uh, her name's Lucy, let's call her Kazdog. Oh, okay, righto. Because she's excellent. Uh, and this is what she got to say to us, and this is very nice. Re, uh, she's re-listening to our Housewives re-listening. Melbourne podcasts. Still oh, the Melbourne podcasts. because br- they're still brilliant. Yeah. Well, People, there is a treasure trove of brilliance that precedes this. Yeah. So, if you love the Auckland stuff and you've just popped in for that, dive into the Melbourne stuff. You won't regret it. Um, and then we get this. You better be podcasting Sydney, as in the Real Housewives of Sydney when it comes. Uh, three kisses. Thanks always for the laughs. Now, Kazdog, I can tell you, Nick and I have made a commitment. As soon as we saw the cast... We will be there with bells on. Holy snap. Could not keep us away. Duck shit. It's <laughs> just going to be and incredible. I, we will be working very hard to um, get some uh, guests on the show. Oh. On this show, um, you know, it should be easier. Sydney's almost local to us. Almost. And look, surely I, I can leverage something. Surely we can get Melissa to Couch to talk to us. Uh, you know, we should be able to. I've got a friend who knows Could you the have your people really talk well. to her people? I'll, I'll just talk you to know, her. You know, your people are, your, are you. Me. Yeah. My people, me, will yeah. talk to her people, her. People, her. her. Yeah. That'd be good. That needs to happen. Um, 
because yeah, awesome cast, and we will so be be podcasting it. Oh, it, there's not even a question. Car accident already, and it hasn't even started. Now she did offer that she listens via the Omni app. Yes, which is one of the many ways you can find us. We're on iTunes. We're in the Google. I think they call it the Play Store. They used to the Google Music Store. So you can also get us there if you're an Android human, or. Just download the Omni app where there's not just us, but many, many other fine podcasts. I actually uh, use the Omni app Mm -hmm. um, and, you know... Not um, to listen to us, I'll point out. Well, no, that's true. I never listen to myself. Um, But um, I find... I like the Omni app. Not sponsored, by the way. No, no, no. I just find find it easy to to use. They are our hosts. Well, there's that. People that host our our podcast, which is lovely. um, but yeah, it's just a, it's an easy app to use. When I send someone the link, mm-hmm. um, I, I send an, send them an Omni link. Oh, look! If you're mm. looking for a podcast host, and again, I say this, it, not sponsored. We I pay money to have this thing hosted. Um, they it's it's a totally great platform. One hundred percent behind it. She then also offers good old Kaz Dog. I'm on an Android. I don't know how to give you five stars, but my God, <laughs> here they are. So oh. a big five stars. Think it's, it's marvelous, right? She's a nurse. She finds that driving to work it makes nursing life better. Oh, look, Cas Dog's had a had a good few weeks then because yeah, I noticed her uh, her her Twitter um um what do you call it? Uh, a picture. Yeah, no, there's a word for that. Is it Avatar? A- Avatar it's not, it's uh, is the Bulldogs. So she's yes. had a good few good oh, good, solid, good few weeks. A very solid couple of weeks for Cas. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. Well deserved win for the doggies. On your doggies. Uh, even though this is a Real Housewives of Auckland podcast, probably don't know what an AFL is. I oh, know they'll be aware like of it. Like your rugby, but less structured. I think we're getting away from our core mission here. Housewives. Housewives. Nick, yes. today's episode is titled You Drive Me Crazy, which uh, is only missing like some weird bad Italian accent across it. So yeah. you're driving me crazy. Oh. Because that's what it needs to be. And it opens in, of all places, for the Real Housewives of Auckland. Your favourite. At Christchurch. That's which, what it is. And geez, uh, first thing I've written is it looks cold in Christchurch. That is not un- unusual. My sister used to live in Christchurch, so I've spent a bit of time there. Well, let's talk just quickly geographically mm. where Christchurch is on New Zealand. Way down on South Island. It's about halfway down the south. It's a fair way down because it's close to the um, the It's close to fields. the ice. It's close to the – yes, it is. Um, it's And it's cold. Like even, even – More south than Taswija, I believe. I don't know if it's well. It probably is. It's and it's cold. Like yeah. it's it's typically even in the, in its warmer months, it's cold. I love Christchurch because I love cold weather. Um, Christchurch, of course, um, has had a a, a pretty a unhappy time recently. A couple of earthquakes. One. Um, which they're still recovering from. We see it a bit. Oh, we see a bit further. Right? Yeah, it's it, and it is heartbreaking because it's such a beautiful city. And we, and you know, as part of the redemption of Angela. Um, we we see some some of the evidence of the, of the earthquake, and it, it yeah. is it's heartbreaking. Um, but speaking of heartbreaking, um, we see Angela and her daughter Eva walking along, and uh, Eva I think is her younger daughter would have to be I think um, who uh, the older daughter in the very first uh, time we met Angela yes. basically just said Mum why are you still here yeah that's right and get we, out and, of my space and she goes along with that a bit later on but we see her with Eva who's that's right sixteen mm-hmm. um, how's the foreboding music I mean admittedly we are building an environment yes Christchurch has suffered through some earthquakes yeah and it's a little bit misty a little but bit it's, foggy it's foreboding in yeah that it it's is building towards yeah. what's happening um, Eva 
wants her mummy. She does. And, and Angela had mentioned in her intro that she's got one foot in the north and one foot in the south, which I guess makes Wellington her vagina. I mean, I'm not sure. Oh, well done. Well done, Wide Steve. Wide open. Stop now. Um, I know, she, I've written here, she, she said one foot in the north, one foot in the south, and she says that as if it's something clever, yeah. as if we're all supposed to go, oh, you're right, it really she totally is. totally does. Yeah, no. We totally don't um, care. But Eva has um, a couple of balls coming up. She I, does, and there's some stuff. Now, you know. this is where we get the revelation. The thing that knocked me for sideways when I saw this, there's an ex and a boyfriend and kids. Yeah, so there you go. I'm Because remember oh, a few weeks ago, we talked about whether Kirk was the... Kirk Kurt. Kirk Kurt, who we now know he's Kirk, but we'll call him Kirk Kurt. Um, is not the father of her children. No. Um, he's just a boy. Yeah, he's just her boyfriend. Wants a girl when yeah. it suits him. Yeah, he's a douche. Um, which isn't established yet, but it's established pretty soon. Um, yeah. And she wants e- Eva... Wants her mum there for hair sure. and makeup. She doesn't want her dad. Good call. No, We've no, seen please. there's some very funny websites about and and Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts along the lines of when my dad dressed me. I saw a photo so today funny. of a friend of mine, mm. male, who prepared his daughter's hair into a bun mm. for dance lessons that morning. Right. My comment was: Look, the important thing is no one died. Okay, there you go. See, good example, and he will continue along those lines because. Dads don't know how to dress their girls, whether they're toddlers no. or teenagers. Um, they fill voids. They so help I, out. So I don't – well, they pay for it. Uh, so I don't blame Eva for wanting her mum. Um, and he, she finishes by saying, also, don't bring your phone. Wow. Now, people, like little kids, mm. will speak in ways that are unfiltered. So yes. when little kids say, mummy, can you not such and such, yeah. you know you've been using your phone a bit too much. Yeah. When your teenager tells you not to bring your phone, because because their their um, tolerance for phones is pretty high. When your teenager tells you <laughs> not to bring your phone, whoa! Now, what I think kills me in all of this, Eva's pouring her heart out. Mum, like she's not weeping, but she's very clearly expressing to her mum. Yeah. In very, I have to say, very adult and positive ways. Yeah. Mum, I need you around. Yeah. Mum, I need you to be here for this. Mum, I'd like you to. All about Angela. She turns it in on how I'm so busy and I, I'm I trying to run a business. And I, Shut up. And then, and she continues that. So next up, next scene, um, she's home for dinner with the girls. So there's Eva and Isabella, who's yes. the 18-year-old. Oh, uh, love e- I love Isabella. Isabella doesn't give two shits that <laughs> her mother is away so much. Could not care less. Oh, she is stoked that mum doesn't live yeah, twice um, I'm kind of with Isabella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, except for the whole having to have your father, you know, dress you for your formal or whatever it is. Um, but then... Um, with an older sister in the house, I mean, surely you've just got yeah, the potential to be able to that's say, right. Dad, we've got this covered. Just pay the credit card. I do wish we'd met their dad, but, you know... I can understand why he yeah, wouldn't so I could. Want to be on But the scene. what I couldn't believe was when um, um, Angela, I don't know whether it was in a piece to camera or um, in that scene where she's sitting around the table and she mm. says, you know, have I suffered from being away? Oh. Yes, I've suffered from being away. Oh. Any other decent mother would say, have my children suffered from me being away? Yes, yeah, they do have. Do I need to reconsider so what I'm doing? So it's all about family. her. Oh, yeah. it's horrible. Like, and, and then she goes on to moan about how. I really think, you know, that I'm, I'm becoming distant or whatever it was with my girls or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, what is she expecting? 
stay in Christchurch. What about the girls, quite rightly, responding with, it's not our fault that you're away so much. Yeah. And Angela goes, are you saying that it's my fault? Yes. yes. They're not booking your flights. They're not thinking that you've oh. got to run off to your to, lesbian intern, whatever's oh going on Oh, my God. There. Um, I don't understand it. I still don't know what she does, but that's for later on. I do like the idea, on. but I don't understand <laughs> it. I <laughs> um, am thinking, I am thinking that mm. after a couple of cheeky shardies, uh, her healer friend and her oh good. Could, friends with benefits yeah yeah there's no not there's beyond no, the realms of possibility yeah, that's a happening thing um but they then the more. the first of the of the redemption of Angela scenes um, where she's talking about the earthquakes and how her mm. heart is in Christchurch and she goes the blub and I'm not buying it at all yes at all no at all care so much stay in Christchurch being stay in Christchurch mm. enough yeah we're moving we must on. now go and meet Queen Gilda. And Michelle, who are meeting up at the uh, Takapuna Beach Takapuna Cafe. Beach Cafe. <laughs> Which <laughs> looks pretty... It looks I'll nice. i there for breakfast, thank you. Where... Um, where Not for the beach, Michelle, for the breakfast. Well, no. Where Michelle, um, you know, talks about how she's such good friends with Gilda um, because they're bullshit free. I had to listen to that a little bit. I couldn't yeah. quite figure out what she was saying, but um, um, I realised that she was saying we're bullshit free. And I think, well, certainly we know Gilda is. Oh, look, I just wrote and down... And Michelle as well. I, I summarised that whole lot in Squad Goals times two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is this is a squad we want to be in yep. on. It's super tight. I did love that Michelle mentioned she's not keen on guns. Yeah. Now, and this is going to be the only thing in which I disagree with Gilda. Um, Gilda's ready to kill anyone. <laughs> And and she and she's happy to use a variety of, of methods. Knives, gas, gas. Lots of people die from I gas know. leaks. I know. Yes, if you put your head in an oven, like your first husband. <laughs> Stop. He's joking, Gilda. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm not. No, I don't mean her first husband. I mean anybody's first husband. Like one's first husband. Yes. Right. When you need to find more money. When the money runs out. <laughs> Stop talking now. Um, <laughs> but they then they have to um, – so they just have a bit of a discussion about guns. They disagree with it, but it's yeah. a respectful disagreement. They get on with it. They're yeah. like, well, I think this, you think this. Fine. Yeah. Let's have another drink. That's, that's right. And I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm with Michelle on yep. the gun thing. Um, having said that, I probably would have done the clay pigeon shooting thing because that looked a bit of fun. Yeah. 100%. Um, you got the trendy cap to wear and everything. The whole thing. The wardrobe. Yep. The, the Gucci earrings were yep. getting crushed by the... Yeah. With their back... What do you call it? Um, Earmuffs? Anyway, um, but they move on and then there's... Uh, Michelle sort of takes on Gilda about, you know, um, the fact that she won the mm. the clay shooting and said, well, that was Julia's thing. That was, you know, probably a bit, a bit mean. And Gilda... It's all okay. Now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna here we go. I know where you're going this. with this. I reckon, the competitive thing. Yeah, and yep. it's fair enough for Gilda to say she's not competitive because openly she's not. She's openly not as competitive as Angela and Julia. No, clearly are, but but deny it as opposed to Lou who is competitive and clearly admits it. Yes, Gilda's like I'm oh, whatever. I don't care. However, Gilda's also going to put her best effort in and would be disappointed with herself if she didn't and didn't win. That's true, but let us hark back to the opening sequence of of this se- of this series. What is Gilda's line? I, have I a never gun start and I'm going to shoot anyone. I never start a fight. I can't win. Bingo. She's as competitive as the rest of them, but I think she she it's doesn't have to be because she's actually better than most of them. But that's them. the thing. There's levels of competition. Yeah. There's the overt. We need to be competitive. Yep. There's the Louise. 
I know I am. I'm happy with it. Oh, sorry. Overtly need to be competitive and deny it. Yeah. Angela and Julia. Yes. There's the Louise. Yeah, I'm competitive. Yeah. Of course I want to fucking win. Yeah. And then there's Gilda's like, well, you know, whatever. I think also. But I'm going to do my best. Also the problem she, is that my best is means I win. It means I'll probably win. That's right. And I expect, she's competitive within herself. I expect myself. To be the to best I well. can, yes. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to. Yep. I, but the telling part is when they start to talk about the fact that Gilda has arranged uh, a car racing day. For all of the ladies. Yeah. Because she does go on uh, to talk about the Julia and Angela stuff. Um, a racing day to let the other girls win something. Nice. Knowing that <laughs> they're highly unlikely to. We do get a bit of a surprise. Um, yes. There's, a, there's some um, unappealing conversation about... Um, you know, if a gun makes Julia frisky, oh. what will a fast car do? And Look, we need, is it, there's a drug that we can give Julia, isn't there? To just just to turn it off? Rehypnol? Can we give her a date rape drug just to let it Stop. chill no. for a <laughs> Now, Gilda Actually, her used, a, used a line that made me go, ooh. Um, when she said, maybe I shouldn't invite her. I don't want to take responsibility for the hygiene of the car. Oh! Ew! What is she talking about, Nick? I'm ca- I can't say Why it out loud be because I'm a lady. Why would she be worried about the hygiene? Stop. We have to move on. I can't talk about that. Book launch. We need to talk about we that. We need to that talk happens. about the book launch. Um, it's all about being real. Let's have a bit of a laugh about being real mm. um, because... Angela and Michelle are not on board. Not they even think, a little they bit. They think the whole idea is ludicrous. The idea of needing a book to be real. I mean, we've seen both of them talk about it at length before. Yeah. But and, and I'm inclined to agree, particularly the way see it would be different. Inclined? Well, no, in that it would be different if we had a housewife who was centered and balanced and not as loopy as Angela is. Like someone that actually brought to the table some credentials. Of the of the housewives who Like do you, a Dr. Phil. Who do you think is most suited to um, like if you didn't know yeah. that Ju- that Angela had written the book and you just said one of the housewives has yep. written a book. Here's the called- six housewives. Yeah, which Here's one wrote it? Them. Oh, gosh. It, it would be a toss-up between Julia and Angela. Because I would look at it and just go, it's it's ditzy. It's Because I look at that and it's not even a, a self-empowerment thing. Mm. Like it's beyond that. Well, someone says later on that it's just full of cliches and it is. Yeah, next episode. Next episode, yeah. Crazy. Um, but let's move on to what Holy I think was shit. one of the best scenes. Um, I cannot contain how amazing the, this, this whole movement was. The teenage, um, the teenage uh, well, no, blind no, date. It starts out as Anne taking Rowan out for to, another afternoon tea. Yeah. To a place called Tribeca, which is on the list, Nick. If You're right. Get to for, Auckland. Yep. Um, By the way, hello again to uh, uh, <laughs> New Zealand New Tourism. Zealand, oh, yep. Whoever you are. We're right here. You can hear Committed. Us. We're... 1,000%. We're going to give you the Real Housewives of Auckland experience. We'll talk it up a million times. We'll talk All up. All of our listeners will go, yes. Auckland. We... Not only did they thoroughly deserve it, yes, it looks like a wonderful place to be. We're going to shell out some hard earned Yep, come. yep. So give it to us so that others may spend. Let us do your work for you. Here endeth the ad. The plead. Um, I've just written in all caps, get Rowan out of there. Well, because as soon as we're introduced to the fact that it's Anne and Rowan... Anne and Rowan again. All of a sudden, we see Julia and Ella coming. Now, Ju- Ella is Julia's daughter. And daughter? Yeah, daughter. And I'm yeah. going to say, very pretty girl. Holy snapping, yeah. Really pretty girl. And, and you look, can what, see, like, um, 
Julia... 14 or 16. We did get 14. some old years. 14. Yes. Um, Actually, that was the point because they're both 14, aren't they? they? No, well, no, he's like, he's, he's 13 and she's just like, yeah. But, comparison, right? but hello, we know, most people know girls develop faster than she's boys. She's junior glamour She's very pretty. And, and yeah, I mean, she actually, yeah, she's, she's got the whole thing going on. Rowan is also, you know, an, a sweet looking boy. Boy being the operative word. Oh, he yeah. hasn't, has he he's, reached puberty? No. I wouldn't have said his voice is broken. No. Look, the, no. The, after we, after I took note of who was coming and when I realised what was happening, I wrote, this is going to be a car accident. Oh, and it was. Bigger than I could have thought. Because at first thought, it's like, okay, so Anne and Rowan are doing yeah. their thing and Julia thought, well, I'll invite Ella along. That's we'll, nice. We'll have a little four afternoon tea, yeah. high tea kind of vibe. Chilling, tea, Sweet. scones, yeah. macarons, all yeah. the things. There's conversations Until... that happen before all of that. We need to talk about Oh, about the uh, Anne reminiscing that she used to trade mandarins for kisses. Because weren't mandarins a currency in about the early 1800s? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, back when women were bought and sold. That's it, yeah. Um, Anne doesn't want kids, but she has surrogate in Rowan. Now, who she describes as a young George Clooney. We it need just to get gets, Anne's it eyes It just checked. needs... Yeah, he's. I think what she was saying was from a charming point of view. It's not. He didn't. We need to get her everything. Uh, yeah, checked. he's he's not looking like. No, like, just because he's got a little bit of air quotes etiquette going on. Yeah, doesn't make him the air quotes one of thing. the most charming men in the world that I would turn for. But you know, I think it might be too late for Rowan because he then talks about his own good looks, high grades, high vocabulary gets me the girls. Oh, he's done. You know, he's, it's too late. Yeah, I did point out perhaps Rowan is a new husband for Anne. Um, uh, look, if he needs to be a bit further removed in the relation, in the relatives sort of stakes. Not if you're for, a royal. No, that's a good point. Um, Anne would consider herself to be champagne royalty. Yeah, no, she would. So let's just let you know, Rowan earn some cash. Stop. And Auntie Anne is going to very quickly Stop. become... Stop! Yeah. Um, you know it. That's what's happening. Her bedroom. Could you imagine Rowan in her bedroom? Stop it. Um, he would probably go, this looks lovely. He probably would. In fact, I'm sure he would. Everything is wrong at that point. He would have dust collectors in his room too. <gasps> yes. Um, But look, Julia and Ella arrive. Ella's stunning. Rowan stands up, which I thought was a nice touch for a boy. My son, you know, God love him, my 17-year-old son would have no clue. I've written, Ella will blow Rowan's tiny mind. He pulls her chair out, also sweet. She's thoroughly unaware of what's going on. Oh, she's got no clue. She doesn't. In fact, Julia and Anne, thoroughly unaware of what's going on. He just knows. I need to get up and pull her chair out. Yeah, and that's nice. Um, I, you won't have noticed this, but Ella is carrying a Chanel handbag. No. Um, yep. Which is uh, an interesting choice for a 13-year-old, but okay. This was delightful. Who, that was oh, lovely. Yes. The acknowledgement of Rowan yeah. and his gentlemanly thing. Who I teaches know. you manners? A book. <laughs> and Anne's like, okay. Hey, Anne, how you doing, book? Yeah. Um, oh, and then oh. Julia's response. I wonder what decade that book came from. At least. Yeah. Now, honestly, Julia and, this, and Anne are sitting down for about 20 seconds. And this is where they get up and leave. I, I did not see that coming. No, did same. You? No. And that's all gone. No, a setup, and then I've, just crickets. I've got here, oh, my God, they're setting them up. Get them both out of there. Poor oh, Rowan, poor Ella. So, so, so awkward. 
But it gets worse. Because oh. Rowan gets a text. Now, I don't believe this. I'm calling bullshit on Rowan getting a text <laughs> from his girlfriend. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I, I wouldn't have thought, given how invested he became in it, I would have said, yeah, that's his girlfriend. Because he's gone, she sent me four already. He's making that shit up. He's trying to make himself look like a like a Casanova. I'm a player. Yeah. Um, There is no way. Like, she's not interested to start with. No, that's right. But she don't care. Um, If Ella had got a text from a boyfriend, I'd buy that. But I don't buy. Instantly, as soon as he's and 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 look, this was I thought was interesting. He thought that it was the best of manners to turn away from the table to take to text. Yeah. No, old people are gone. Phones out. Yep. Game on. Yeah, we know. Like it's it's very shallow. His like he knows when to turn it on and off. Yeah. If Arnie yeah. Ann's there. Well, very clearly he's not the Uber. If, if it indeed was his girlfriend, I will I will subscribe to the hypothetical girlfriend. Okay. Scenario. All right. Yep. If if it indeed was his girlfriend, I don't think he's turning it on. Like he just turned it off for Ella in front of Arnie Ann. Oh, you reckon? I reckon. Yeah, okay. Because he's still a thirteen-year-old child. But you know? then he tells Ella what he texts back. Yeah, no. Love you. Love heart, love heart, love heart. But is he telling her or is he just saying it out loud sort of sympathetically like he's thinking it out? No, I think he tells I don't know. It was well, just... Ella's too invested in her text. She doesn't care. Ella's on Instagram. She doesn't... Yeah, she's doing her thing. Yeah. And meanwhile, we cut into the other room where, oh my goodness, A very... do Julia and Anne think they are the smartest people in the room? For setting them up. Oh, please. And they think it's... Perfection. At that point, there is not a brain cell to rub together in that room. And there are three people in the room. I would love to know where this idea came from. Was it a producer oh, idea? It's so or much of this it's... whole episode smacks of producer. Do you reckon? I reckon yeah. this smacks of Anne. Anne this... thinking this is a great idea. Well, I want to sh- show off my, my... I'm sure there are meetings where the producers meet with the ladies and, they and come say, up with what would you like scenarios, to? How can, yeah. we, how can we involve you? What can we... Yeah. And oh, I'll take my... my Nephew Rowan out for a, wouldn't it be lovely if Julie brought her daughter? Oh, I know. And then we could treat it as a blind date. And <laughs> you did up. laugh so well. No, I just it, and and it is grating every time I hear it now because it's popping up. They're editing it more, out more often. It's They're definitely editing it out so when it's left in, it's an accent. I noticed. On I noticed inappropriate that stuff. It, it comes up. It was on a lot more. I should have counted it actually a lot more this time. This episode and the next one, and it's and it's in places where you just go that that makes it makes you cringe. It's creepy. Yeah. So they they then Julia um, decides to check and see how their handiwork is going, and sees that they're both on the phone, mm. and is she cannot believe it. That's what Anne's mortified. Mortified, Julia, and I'm kind of with Julia that it's strangely satisfying to see Rowan on the phone. I sort of an like, actual real like he's an actual child, human child, not an automaton. Um. So they get the get the hell back out there. Oh yeah, back out there. And Julia's interrogating Ella instantly. Did you talk? What was Ella's response? It's not the it's same, not the same as, as when, when you were a teenager. teenager. Yeah. And then Anne Anne says, "No, no, we played Scrabble and Monopoly, and sold mandarins and sold for mandarins sex. for kisses." Yes. Um, Stupid. Mandarin it was. Hall. It just. It was so awkward. Like in the worst way. Like I don't. I need to find. Um, Ella on Instagram. What right now? Well, no. Well, okay. I could because you know you I, can you can double. I can multitask. Now this is another producer setup, right? I don't get this. Um, I'm just thinking. We're in Paratide Drive. We're in Paratide Drive. Lou's house. Oh yes. And just coming over. 
to show her her book, show well, proofs. Yep. Uh, as well as, of course, photos. And I'm guessing there's a rack of clothing outside waiting if it's probably required. because she'd be worried about Maybe how Louise was looking. Yeah. yeah, that that's a happening thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've got Anne shows Louise some proofs. Uh, Lou's response: I'd love to. Said no one ever. <laughs> I would love to see the proofs of your book that I don't care about. Yeah. Here's the thing. Every time um, Angela mentioned the book, yes. she referred to it as my second book. Yes. People don't say that. I know many authors. and like, No, I've got a book out. Or in, I've got a yes. Book coming. In conversation, it's not routinely referred to as my second book. Your, now, if you, your name isn't Angela Stone. No, that's a good point. Where it's and this whole conversation and it drags on, oh, yeah. like two whole massive freaking segments. Um, Angela, I think this book would do Louise a lot of good. Holy boobs! Oh yeah, but boobs! Photos. I know boobs everywhere. Yep, like um, nearly falling out of things. Did you notice? Yeah, like boobs everywhere. You may not Creepy have noticed because Nori. you may have been sort of um, blinded by the boobs. Creepy Nori strikes back at one point. The bogan slipped out of Angela, apart from the boobs, when she said, looks amazing, mm. eh? Did you hear that? I even we went back to so check. really out of her. I even went back to check. It's very clear that this girl is, as always she talked about how she's battled her way up to yeah. be where she is and how she's so centred and so but it, real. But it and... just slips out occasionally. That's so delightful. And it was good that they so, left it in for that's us. That's a very serious chink in her armour, that if I was someone like a Michelle, say, mm. that wanted to get underneath her skin... And we see it coming, yeah, people. We do. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, you would just pick at that scab. Yeah. You would just be going, yeah. eh, No, it's right there. It's not far under the surface. No. Um, and boobs that, out I, is being real. Boobs out is being real. Yeah. Because that's who you really are, is your boobs <laughs> everywhere, but in the places where they're meant to be. Boobs aside, Louise continues to think that it's all bullshit. I had to be quite revealing of myself, oh, says please. Angela. I've written that down too. Lou, totally sceptical. Isn't buying into it at all. How can you make it? Was it off camera? She says, "How can you make yourself relatable when you look when like you that?" Look oh no, like she says that. it. To, she says it to her, and Angela's response is because I have to keep it real. I know. Look, that makes no sense. Because Lou's statement is, "You look amazing." Yeah. Always. Yeah. Look amazing. She always looks put together. Yeah, yeah. How can you make? That's right. How is the common, you know, uh, answer to that? Because I had, and I've written here, it's not an answer that makes no sense. It's Trump esque, actually, because it. It doesn't answer the question. It's some random line designed to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Redirect. Yes. Then she drops this incredible line that I will offer, guys. Oh, yes. Prepare uh, for I wonder it. It if we got the same one. The book. We are souls, souls having, having a human, human experience. experience. Again, Steve and I watched this completely separately, 20 kilometres apart at she different is times. a meat bag. And we both the same the same line and Louise is all what the fuck well they were talking about dead bodies and light bulbs so I took this down have you seen a dead person it doesn't look like anyone is at home it's like there's a light bulb on when someone is alive and it shines brightly but you have to look after your spirituality because it keeps things in check and slows us down rather than living this fast rat race and I've got here no Louise is lost at this point she's like uh, does this mean then following Angela's theory that she's got like a 20-watt bulb that's on a dimmer that someone's turned down? <laughs> or or the reverse, she's got like a 100-watt yeah, bulb. Yeah, I think it's that. It's turned all the way yeah, up. Yeah, I think it's that. she just can't contain it. 
And then I did love um, when she talked about how, how important it is to take one foot off the treadmill and Louise, off the bloody treadmill. Louise is all, um, that's not going to work. That's not going to work because you'll fall off. Louise, in a moment of introspection, offers, I do have a problem with navel gazing. I love that Angela just doesn't know what that means. She has to she had to Google, Google it. it. What's na- navel, nasal gazing at one point, I think she said. Oh. It was delightful. Um, navels? And, and, navels and Google, gazing. Go- navels gazing, that's She's it. looking yes. at oranges that she could then sell to get kisses like Anne did back in the 1800s. Oh, when she's navels gazing. Um, and she Googles, the Google tells her that it means self-indulgent or excessive contemplation of oneself or a single issue at the expense of a wider view. That is exactly what this book is about. It should be called Navel Gazing. Because by Angela Stone. By Angela Stone. A second book by Angela Stone. Because we have to put that in. That's and then we get Louise actually being real. I Good, live the life selfish. I want to live. I'm quite a selfish person. She owns it. I Look, hate that term. I hate that I use that term. She owns it. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm down with you. Um, Don't do that again. Yeah, oh no, sorry. But this is the interesting thing, right? Because in and of itself, for for Louise to admit I'm selfish and know what I want, that's it. Yeah. Look, and look, fine. I don't, Live yeah. your life. I have no problem If I with that. had never seen you on television, you could be living your life and still be... And that's great. Yeah. You can continue to have that life even though I've seen you on television. Who cares? Yeah. That's awesome. It may not be one that's going to be necessarily beneficial to the society around you, but you're at peace with who you are. Yeah, that's right. Angela is not. No. She says she is, but very clearly there is a massive inner turmoil that is her every day having to remind herself that she's being real, that she is in touch with the experience of her soul being human or whatever it is. Yep. Something, something, human experience. Don't care. Um, And then is it Lou or... It's Anna. Bingo. There's just a coming out of that before we go to the ad. Uh, I think it might be Angela's cutaway after Lou says, I know I'm selfish. Oh, yeah. And then... Angela says that she... Oh, well, she thinks Louise doesn't want to even look at her soul. Yeah, bingo. No. But round two. Let's go back to Parrot High Drive. Because we have to. Yeah. So much validation needed by Angela. She is such a needy friend. Such a needy human. Love me, love what I'm doing, love everything that I am, love all of the stuff. Please love me. Can't. Love me now. She's a little yappy dog bouncing around going, love me, please love me, love me, love me. I want you to love me. Please love me. She's oh. um, uh, the, the What is that? It's a siren and dogs are yelping at it. Okay. Um, uh, she goes on oh, more navigator. book is about exposing yourself and looking after yourself spiritually. Louise is fucking over it. And How good re- is Louise's necklace in the cutaway? The, oh, fantastic. Louise, um, stylistically, oh, is the cheeker of, of... Yeah, the cutaways. Yeah. We're getting two very clear, um, like, different sets of housewives. We've got the day-to-day, we're at whatever, even if it's events and they're all gussied up. Yeah. Or at home, as they are in this scenario. Yeah. But the the set pieces to camera, yeah, yeah, sweet. Jesus. I know they look. She looks fantastic. One hundred million dollars. Um, she just you know announces or reminds us that she's been a journalist on sixty minutes in twenty twenty. Did we know that? Yeah, we did, but we didn't need to be reminded. Uh, um, she goes into interview, but mode. she makes the point that yeah. you know she she can be a she a, an investigative um, journalist. Or has been in the past, and she's going to use those skills. And Angela know. is strong and focused until Lou asks one question, and it all falls apart. It just she 
She's scattery. She can't get her answers. I've endured a lot more than most people have. I've had to build a hard shell and I've got blah, blah, blah. Now, there's a lot of marshmallow on the inside. There's a lot of opening up for you. Yeah, there is. This is the big redemption part. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Because she talks about, like, there's stuff that comes out like her twin brother. Yes. No mum and dad, raised by grandma. You know, she doesn't know where her brother is. Oh, very, yeah. Um, As a twin, that, that's that got to be pretty serious kind of vibe, right? Oh, absolutely. And I did that at that one point. Um, Please tell me you Googled and found him. No, I didn't. Because that seems to be the problem with everything else. No, I didn't. I figure if um, if they can't find him, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, but they don't even try. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a hard But, you know, Louise is right. It is a lot of crap for um, Angela to have to have to go through i'm not sure how i'm not sure how relevant it is to the being real well her unpacking all of this and Mm. revealing all of this Mm. because it's look i can understand it being painful there's no i'm not trying to shy away from that but it's very clear that she hasn't dealt with any of it and she even says it's ironic that i've created this business to help people help themselves but i can't help the one person i want to help who's obviously her brother I, I wrote down, this woman is broken and no amount of spiritual swords are going to fix it. I've wrote, written, Angela is the realist at this point that we've ever seen Oh, yeah, her. this is Angela. This is what? This is the, is this the real Angela? There we go. Yeah. Um, that Angela is an Angela I want to see. And then there's the reflective smile, <sighs> padding, the, that smile, man. I'd still say she's the joker of the Real Housewives of Auckland. It's quite something. And like, yeah. Because of and, and because she's a red lipstick girl, it's and the super white it's teeth accentuated. Yeah, absolutely. And the white the teeth. Big yeah. sm- she's, she's not a small smiler either. She's a big smile girl. Yeah, and it's you're right. We, we talked about it. You know, she's learned as a model. Sorry, she's learned as a plus size model <laughs> over her career <laughs> to 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 be ready to have the smile right. to have the smile ready. Yeah, and because she now has trained herself into every moment, the smile is on. Mm. It is identical. Every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. You could you could cut and paste her head onto any shot of her and it would be the same. I had uh, a nightmare the other day where uh, she was just standing over the bed smiling at me. I woke up and <laughs> no cut one needs, sweats. No one needs to think, that, think about that. No. Um, but now... Studio One. Hey, hey. Hey. Now, this is another, very clearly producer-driven... Oh, yeah. Piece of whatever. This came out of nowhere. We need eight minutes to fill the show. Yep. So let's see. What could we do to make it interesting? I know. Life drawing. And let's... What's well, art classes is how Anne Oh, sorry. Yes. And, um, um, Gilda's Gil- invited me Gilda's to Gilda's invited her class. to art class. And, I, th- you know, did she think she was going to be painting still life? For an absolute nanosecond, I thought, I wonder what this is. Oh, balls. It'll be... Did you? No, I no. didn't even... I, I, as soon as I went art class, I wonder what there'll be pa- balls. Like, that was how it went in my head. They'll be painting someone's balls. I just didn't, and I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't. Are you serious? I know. I didn't. I honestly thought it was... I know. Now, again, Anne, thoroughly overdressed for art class. Of course. Not in any kind of... Gilda, rocking the cash. Gilda looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was amazing. Um, But I will point out... Now, I haven't done any life drawing myself. I have known a couple of friends who have been models for life drawing. Okay. Yeah, no. I Good old no... Ben, yeah. who wanders out and drops the robe. This is his first time. Really? I can almost guarantee it. Can this is his big break. Guarantee. So his big break. Although, well, because because it's had to be 
on air, yeah. they've had to get approval by whoever was going to model mm. that they would be comfortable yep. getting naked in the context because yep. there's not just going to be the no, artists true. there. There is two cameramen, mm. at least two sound guys, two or three hair and makeup girls, yep. a producer or six. Uh, there's going to be an entourage yep. of 15 people behind the cameras. So are you okay that we're all here and we can see your penis as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, obviously on air we'll have strategically placed um, easels. Or, and or we'll put you in a position where you can't in see In some the... ridiculous yeah. positions. Um, I did think Ben had better hair than I did. Um, there was a couple of moments where he just smiled in a really big, uncomfortable <laughs> smile like, I wasn't expecting this. I loved, like at one point Gilda said, um, oh no, it was Anne who kept her eyes firmly on his face. Anne was not firmly fixed on his face. Not, not at face, all. They went straight to Anne's face. Eyes unless his face pointing down. two massive yeah, balls yeah, yeah. on it. it was, and um, a lot of pubic hair. That yeah. was not his face. That's, yeah, so it was not what the vision said. Um, at some point we found... Oh, that's right. Gilda said that she would have expected um, Anne to be more comfortable with the naked malform having had seven fiancés. Did we know she'd had seven? Yeah, she went through them. She couldn't remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she couldn't remember them all. Um, Anne prefers her nakedness, eyes wide shut. Parties at Anne's place must go off the hook. Lord. Um, There are blurred pubes akimbo. We do see sometimes where there aren't easels, and it's just an interesting little patch. The big stick that that the art teacher was holding was very awkward. Well, no, no, that, but that's... Is that a thing? That's a tool that oh, is they it? Okay. use to help give them perspective. Right. So that they can okay. talk about the length of the thing is this, but when we're out here, see how it looks like this when it's actually this. So they might, you know, show hold the stick up against an arm For or For someone a who's never been to life drawing classes, you're very well rehearsed, but, you know, um, well, what's the word? Right, can I'm, we move I'm on? across a lot of things. Um... Do you go to nude beaches? Gilda asks Anne. Anne looks at her as if... Oh, no, he, she actually says, are you mental? <laughs> are there nude beaches in New Zealand? People tell us. Are there? Well, if you watch 800 Words. Yeah, you know, yeah. So there would no, that's to, true. There's so enough yeah. beaches in New Zealand for there to be nude beaches that aren't even recorded. Because there's only, what, 3 million people in New Zealand, mm. period? Mm. Um, got to be nude beaches. Why you would want to swim naked in... New Zealand, because it's isn't it like Arctic well, there's hot, practically? There's hot springs. Yeah, I suppose. There's lots of inside pool things and stuff. Yeah. I, um, look, I appreciate the, the naked swimming in the beach. I get it. I'd much prefer my nudity to happen in a nice, warm, enclosed space. It's a good point. There's only so much nudity the world can handle. <laughs> and um, um, tells us that you need to be fairly sophisticated to do something like this and then when we see her drawing there's no genitalia. So sophisticated she can't get down to draw the scene. And Gilda, I loved Gilda's line. Well, I know it wasn't a cold day. <laughs> Poor Ben. Calls it. Good old Ben. Yeah. Um, Anne is too shy to draw the essential part of Ben's anatomy. Yeah. And Gilda's drawing was quite good. I don't remember Gilda's drawing. I, I, I was sort of too Anne's focused on Anne's. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. But she did, like, we got to see it because there was the pointing out of the no dick. No, yeah. Which was the key to a life drawing class, I think. Now here, young friends, um, life drawing done. This is, we are on the home stretch. And I've got to tell you, this is where we start to see the, 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 the possible, you know, rejuvenated Angela. Yeah. And Kurt Kirk. Kurt Kirk. This is... In real Wait. life, in the flesh, together, in the same in the same city, yes. um, and he lives in Wellington. He was, now, I'm going to start by saying this relationship, whether she's in Auckland doomed. or in Christchurch, screwed. 
Um, geograph- we used to call that GI, geographically impossible. There's no way. I mean, it's one thing for there to be two cities involved. Yeah. Three cities, get, just just give up. I mean, the only benefit that he has is that he could get on a ferry and drive his, like, get his car on a ferry and uh, drive down to Christchurch. Uh, or drive up or fly up, either way. It, but it's, no, it's not. Um, it, it, was, it was totally going to be so we, a relationship of convenience to Kirk. We, uh, yes, and we find that out. He, um, this uh, the, his descent into douchedom begins oh, like, early. From the get-go, he arrives, mm. lovely flowers, mm. that's all great, mm. hands straight on the ass. Not on the oh, yeah. small of the back or the back, like, I, I want to guide you or, you're, you know, I find you. She's, bang. She, he doesn't want to go out. She's his, out. his girl in that port. I suspect that, you know, he's got someone he's got in everywhere. Wellington. Yeah. Well, he's apparently some important dude, like the head of business something. Is he? Yeah. I read, I read somewhere. Yeah, no. Um, and I did the, some research I summarily forgot about. Oh. Here's an interesting thing. So he arrives with flowers. He mm. doesn't go up to her apartment, which, first of all, I thought was odd. Um, she comes downstairs. Yeah. He hands her the flowers. She and could then, have buzzed him in easily. That's right. And then they leave with her holding the flowers. Yeah, and then the flowers never appear again. Yeah. They're just they're a bit of continuity. Because it's not an apartment that looked like it had a doorman. No, so he didn't no, go, not at all. put them up in your room. So, yeah, I thought that was – they didn't think that through. Then we have the cheesy piano bar music. Look, she digs Kirk very clearly. She's very into it. But she's toey. You know, they, they only see each other. Keen. They only see each other, you know, rarely. And he only wants to see her behind closed doors and yep. she ain't wearing much. Because there's a lot of um, passion going on. It was all very bachelorette. I love how we connect and how he's always there for me. You know – just f- veiled, yeah, it veiled was, words. Uh, as soon as she said that, I've written, this obviously means he's not going to be there for you. Because um, this now talking about whether or you know, can you make the book launch? I've got some stuff on, blah, blah, blah. I want to catch up with my mates. Oh, yeah, I don't spend enough time with, with my mates. mates. It's challenging. End it's quote. over. I've gone, woo, conflict. Oh, and what then? I mean, he's an asshole. Um, at some point, oh, Angela says, "Am I taking up too much of your time?" So much tension. And then I don't know what he says. She says, "Yes, but I work most nights." And he goes, "Tough, nice." Yeah, look, he here's a piece of work, but yeah. look, that's not the end of Kirk. Kirk, because he does pop no, up. We see him again. in conversation mm. again. We don't actually see him again, do we? Well, not on the not in this episode. No, anyway, in, in fact, it went from kissy cuddles. To some pretty hard conversation very quickly. I th- she's. I think she was tearing up, at, um, I and I don't blame some... her. It was, you know, as much as I don't, I, I do not connect at all with Angela. I thought he was pretty brutal. There will have been some off-camera conversation. Yeah, it was. It was. Cut. You Let's know, no one should be treated like that. Yeah, no, that's and and the whole, and this is where I and I acknowledge the unreality of reality television. Mm. I'm fairly confident that they had a conversation and broke up. Or agreed to, you know, take a break. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Angela plays that up later. Yeah, she does. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh. Uh, we do. No, we know you know because <laughs> we know that you had the conversation. Uh. Start your engines. Here we go. Oh, it's so good. Now we're at Hampton Downs, which is a reasonably good, thank you very much, V8 supercars race. There. Is it? I don't know about these things. No, it's, it's a legit racetrack. Is it? Okay, so everything I know about car racing I learned from um, Brock the other sure. night. Well, that's they race cars. Okay. That's the size of it. Um, how good did Gilda look? Oh, my God. She was rocking that outfit, glass, the, gloves, whole, the whole. And I did love the whole slow-mo walk-in with all the girls. They're all in leather. All in leather, except for 
Oh, Angela and the pink jacket. How embarrassing. It's safety jacket. Lou, Lou, yeah. Uh, Lou's loving it sick. Oh, yeah. Lou's a rev head. Yeah, and look, yeah, Lou's in. She's in yeah. 100%. And look, I have to say that in, in the normal scenario at these tracks, there is usually a home training you know, kind of thing that people okay. can buy and, you know, like you want to, like, red kite it. You give someone okay, a special right, yep. thing. They can go down and spend some time in the skid pan and, you know, drive a I don't car know what any of that means. Track, no idea. But learn go how to skid your car and stuff. Okay. Or drive fast around the track in a pretty okay. reasonable performance car. All right. So every track around Australia, all of those you opportunities exist. Okay. Um, and here, BMW Racing are the home, you okay. know, training people. Uh, and look, it's on. As soon as it's talked about, as soon as the girls are standing there... The competitive nature. Oh, absolutely! And on. Julia absolutely believes she's going to win. Three thousand bucks. You're bloody hell! Let's make it six. Oh, even that disturbs me. Make it five. I hate that. You know. Yeah, yeah please. You know, you want a proper number. Even round. Yeah. Know, even round numbers that are all odd. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, but the the thing that that killed me. Yeah. Was first of all, they're just talking numbers. There's no talk later of who actually got. No, there's not. And, and beyond that, if you're going to be serious about it, like we're putting credit cards on the table. Show the money. Show yeah. me the money. You either turn up with the dollars yeah. or it's it's like the acknowledgement, oh, well, congratulations, you won. How do you want me to get the money yeah. to you? Give me your bank account details. Because no one walks around with $6,000 in their purse. No. They walk around with their black Amex. Yeah. Um, I love to uh, just say Anne's first up. Can't see over the steering but wheel. But wants to win bad. That needs to be made very clear. Oh, so bad. She's making a very – and not even for the six grand – she just wants to win. No, it's just about the the, the competitive nature yeah, of, yeah. The, but of the. Yeah, but Anne, God. <laughs> Luke um, offers her some rescue remedy. Hilarious. Um, and driving. Ever. I don't know why there wasn't a hat on the back, on the back ledge of the car, because she drove like a pensioner. Driving Miss Daisy is. What it was went on. very funny. I don't think she got out of second gear. It was very funny. Um, Michelle, all Michelle needed to do was beat Anne. She goes fast, and what that wasn't going to be hard. Yep. Angela won't shut up. Oh, my God. She's selling her business to the... Life story to the driver. And the guy's just going, yeah, let's drive. And then, I like, you had a dream and I had a dream and now you're the trainer and I'm a trainer. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Was it Anne or something? Michelle, just drive the bloody car. Yeah. Uh, but she puts in a solid lap. She did, yeah. Like, better than Michelle's solid lap. But Louise reckons it's because of the size of her feet. She put those huge feet on the pedal and off she went. And I quote... Bitch got big feet. <laughs> Michelle, I wouldn't want a swimming race with her and flaps her hands. God bless because, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Bitch got big um, feet. Uh, I don't know if we can beat that time, says Angela. Smiling. Uh, you think? Well, we are back from the ad break and goodness gracious me, who's left? We've got Julia, we've got Lou and we've got Gilda yep. at that point. Julia's all about how she looks. Oh, Do I look good? Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah. Lou's very critical of the whole process. Yeah. Now, Gilda <laughs> openly says, I don't think I'm I'm not that competitive. No. I mean, we've picked something that is competitive in its very nature, mm. but that's just because you guys all over there, particularly Julia and Angela, um, are yeah. super competitive. Yeah. But, you know, she gets in and- Julia ob- freaking lays it down. Doesn't right? she? I wrote some times down, right? Ange. Ange. Anne. 205, 207.35, mm. compared to Julia's lap of 132.58. So there's a full half a minute. Yeah, plus. Yeah. Like she's put 30 seconds plus on air. Which is a lot when we're only talking about two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's 
holy snappers. Um, <laughs> Lou is so committed. I'm going to win this, even if I end up in a fiery ball. It was great. Her face while she was driving, I've got here, she goes all Peter, Gro- all Peter Brock on Gilda's ass. Because Gilda, mm. up to that point, wins, obviously. Had put a big one in. Yeah. 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 Um, and Louise was like, okay, girlfriend. This is happening. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Um, one twenty-nine twelve, And she does. Um, and she wins the 6000 bucks. Including that is laying dis- some, some serious rub around a corner, which I would have thought is the end of her. But mm. given that we know that this is creatively edited, that might have been her practice lap. Could have been. Could so, have been someone else. For all we know. Mm. That's exactly right. Um, Julia Jealous. continues to be a poor loser. Oh, she's the worst, right? Everything's great when Julia wins and everything's crap when Julia doesn't win. Mm. It's appalling. She's a shocker. Like, I've, I've got a te- an 11-year-old and a 9-year-old mm. and I have to pull them up sometimes, but they behave better than she then does. Ju- yeah, that's right. Oh, no, she's terrible. She's a fully grown human woman, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, it's time for champagne. Duh. Yeah, yeah, look, it's, yeah. Now, it's at Champagne very quickly somehow, um, apart from the fact that Gina and Lou are talking in this competition and Angela just decides to stir shit up. You just said Gina. Sorry, not well, Gilda. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Gilda. Um, there's talk of the book launches, the of book, course. Yeah. And then that... But then more, we focus... Kirk We focus more on Angela's book launch, and yes, where the well, Kirk will appear. It's the first one, yep. so we need oh, to it, focus it, on it. Yes, comes before, so before we, Gilda's. Yeah, that's the closest to mind. Can't guarantee that, that Kirk, Kirk will be, be there. there. Now, if you heard that out of a friend's mouth, what's that really saying to well, you? Well, that, that means he's not going, we've broken up. Yeah, it's over, sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they are all horrified. Because that's where it ended. It wasn't like, yeah. you can't guarantee he'll be there. He's flying in from overseas and isn't sure if the connections will work. That's right. Or he has a big meeting on, a big presentation, something, something. It's it's actually, he can't guarantee that he'll be there. Given that we've broken up, Yeah. Um, his reasons for going are nil. Um, and, you know, everyone is on the same page. It's time to cut Kirk loose if you haven't already done it. Well, I, I, this is what I thought. In the in this, the the shape of about ten seconds, uh. he's decided. And Kirk guarantee uh, can't guarantee he'll be there. And they'll yeah. put in brackets. Of course, he'll come. This is just misdirection. And then within ten seconds, oh no, he's not. No, coming. he's not coming. No, he is not coming. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he's that not coming. Game over there. Um, and then I thought this was interesting. Has Angela been dumped? Quickly, the girls surround oh. her with love. How quickly they do. Again, the, All of the redemption of Angela um, doesn't work for me. But, well, Gina, you know. uh, Gina again. again. Gilda yeah. is pleased to meet the real Angela. Like she says, Well, I'm so am I. You know, I'm totally with Gilda on the that. Vulnerable, These, like, to the vulnerable. The two occasions in this episode where we have seen the vulnerable yeah. real Angela being real yes. have been, you know, a revelation. Well, because otherwise it's the suit of armour stuff. It's yeah. the facade. It's the bullshit. Nothing can hit me. Yeah. You know, and, and then, because the catch is that when she does get hurt, yeah. the only other real Angela is this this extrapolated, well, I'm going to be bitchy and horrible, yeah. and blah, and if that's the real Angela. Yeah, I'm we don't like that her. Angela. But this Angela I could get on board with. Is someone who has, you know, soft spots and is vulnerable. It Now, I found this very interesting. Julia asks her how many times he's walked out on you. Now, can we just... She yeah. says he walked out. Now, I took that to mean... We had he a walked out of dinner. Yeah. Apparently, it means we broke up. We broke up. Now, um, and Angela says he's broken. He, he's walked out slash broken up about twelve times, and she keeps 
She's chasing him back. Takes him back. Which puts him in it, which explains a little bit, to mm. be fair. Yeah, it does. He doesn't some of this really want to be there. At dinner, where exactly. the controversy happened, because it's a case of Angela wants him to be there to be the supportive boyfriend. He's like, no, not that keen. But it does seem. He's he... in the position of power. Remember, well, you chased me down the last 12 times. Um, mind you, he doesn't have, clearly doesn't have the cojones to, um, leave her and stay left. Oh, if you yeah, yeah. don't want to be there, no, don't keep yeah, going back. That's exactly it. Like you might make a mistake and go back once. And then I think she would rather be hurt But after that, once. you just need to go, well, you know, this yeah. needs to be like a band-aid. Yeah. We just need to go, no. Yeah. And she needs to understand that he doesn't want to be there. Which explains in part why it's a bit brittle and a bit brutal because they've cut back exactly. and forth and back yeah. and forth. And she hasn't gotten over it because she hasn't had to get over it because all she's had to do is get on her knees again. Yeah. And he's come racing back. That's it, exactly. And, and then that figuratively and literally. Um, I've just written, look, it's all a bit warm and fuzzy at the end. Which oh, it's pretty want. strong because mm. the girls are saying, Angela, stir right. Yeah. It sounds troubled to say the least, says Louise. Kick him out, yeah. says Michelle. Oh, they're, they're very black and white. They all are. They're all, this yeah. is one of the few occasions they're all on the same page. The real Angela starts to get some real support. Yeah. From ladies who have been... Prickly and have been difficult. Is it that hard to realise, or it shouldn't be that hard to realise, that if she wants them to be supportive and be, you know, on her team, show them this side of her. And all of the real housewives of Auckland lived happily ever after. Not! Until episode nine. Well, I mean, it's first of all, all of this happening, oh, what are we going to do? Let's get pissed. Mm. It's like, let's, oh, we need another drink. We'll do. Yeah, that's yeah. mandatory. Uh, it closes with Gilda's cutaway, talking about how she's very supportive and very, it sounds condescending, I'm sure it even is, but congratulatory to Angela for being, this is being real Angela. Yeah. Like, she's finally we get to meet the real her, the woman. Which is, yeah, and we've just been saying that. We are yeah, yeah. inadvertently once again agreeing with Gilda. Next week! Huzzah! Oh, it's a tale of two book launches, and you know... You know that Shit's there's going to go be down. just hitting the fan. Because, yep. I mean, when there's one book launch, there's going to be problems. We love a book launch. Any kind of launch oh, in a Housewives franchise. 100% behind Perfume, launches. book. We, should, we need to be at shoes in the future. Yeah, that's right. But uh, I wonder what they're going to launch in Sydney. We need to get ourselves to that launch. Oh, Whatever the launch is. I need to talk to my friends at Matchbox Pictures. Get on to that. That has to happen. Yeah. Nick McLachlan. Mm. It's a veritable roller coaster ride of what the hell. Mm. But look, that's that's the Real Housewives this week. It was a meaty episode. I liked it. Chunky. There were bits. You wouldn't you wouldn't drink it through a straw. Well, no. Um, I will offer, however, it's all building to next week. Now, I I originally thought there were ten episodes, but it looks like there's got to be twelve. In I this. think there's a, at least got to be a few more. Yeah. Which which throws some curveballs at us, right? That's this is episode eight. If episode nine is the book launches, that still leaves three eps, unless it's 11 and a reunion. And a reunion, yeah. But even still, that's episode nine is the book launches. Like, something big has got to happen in those final two eps for there to be controversy to validate, you know, anything kind of playing on from this, right? Because no Housewives series ends on a, and they all lived happily ever after. (laughs) It all ends on everybody hates everybody else. Yep. You know, everybody, everyone yeah, yeah, comes yeah. back to haunt everybody. I don't understand. 
Nick McLachlan, how can people find you on the internet? They can find me on the interweb at Nick McLachlan on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, and uh, Nicole McLaughlin on Facebook. So on brand, as I know. we've spoken about before. Mm. I'm at Steve Mulk. I'm at Mulk's TV Talk. I'm on Twitter in both of those. I am on Instagram at, at Steve Mulk. I am on Snapchat at Steve Mulk. I am on Facebook, uh, well, on Decided TV or Steve McLaughlin if you want to. Uh, Steve McLaughlin. Steve Malkinson if you want to again. That's difficult. Um, please adopt me. Um, <laughs> There's there's so much going around, people. I'm glad that you're enjoying the podcast. Please do swing by the iTunes stores or the Google store if you're accessing it there. Leave us a review. Uh, we accept no stars less than five and no review less than glowing. That's absolutely right. Because there are no other, as we've yeah. discussed in the past. Save your time and energy. Friends, we can reassure you that we're in for the duration. We're going to give you wall-to-wall uh, Housewives of Auckland yep. to the end. We are definitely returning for Sydney next year. There has been no guarantees there will be a Melbourne season. But we are entering into the upfronts time of year where all of the networks tell us yes. what's coming. So I suspect that we might get a Melbourne another season. Another Melbourne. Yeah, I think there's another Melbourne But I don't think it will come until later in the year. There's already talk of there being season two of Auckland. So Excellent. that would give us three mm. seasons of Southern Hemisphere Housewives. We're taking over. Just need to go and ride something home <laughs> fast. Malk's TV Talk, the podcast.